Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio, another true story from True Story FM. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. We're back with another episode of The Joe Show with SelfishGiving.com's Joe Waters. In this episode, Joe teaches me what the heck a non-fungible token is and why we should care, and shares highlights from a recent episode of The Cause Docs with Mike Hollywood about turning your website into a lead magnet. We also talk about the first cause marketing effort on Clubhouse, hint, it's for the dogs, as well as one of our favorite cause days of all times, Jersey Mike's Day of Giving. As usual, there's plenty of fun in today's episode, so keep listening for more goodness from the amazing Joe Waters. Hey everyone, a quick note before we get started today. If you haven't signed up yet, new this year, we're giving you, our valued listeners, a chance to become part of our inner circle that we're calling the Cause Crusaders. Cause Talk Radio is largely a listener-supported podcast, and we need your help to continue releasing great content each week. So for just $5 a month, you'll get access to episodes a full week early, the ability to view live streams of our guest recordings from time to time, and other special bonuses along the way. So be sure to head over to True story.fm forward slash cause crusaders to get signed up today. That's true story.fm forward slash cause crusader. And thanks. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of cause talk radio. I am here. I'm so fortunate to be here with the one, the only, the fabulous Joe Waters of SelfishGiving.com. Hi, Joe. Oh, my gosh. Every month I say, every month, hi, Megan. (laughs) Every month I say, is she going to invite me back this month? Is she sick of me? (laughs) Megan has known me for so long now. You know, it's so funny because I was just talking to someone and they were showing me where the Lakers play in Los Angeles. And I told them that, um, and they said, have you been there before? And I said, yes. I went to a conference there called Blog World. In 2011, and you were there. there. Nolan was there. The whole game I do was remember there. Remember that? that? We were just kids Babies. then. We were just kids. Babies, you know? And um, and to think, after all this time, you're aging like fine wine, and I'm aging like last week's newspaper. <laughs> so that's what made me think of that, though, when I talked to that person. But then I was thinking, wow, that was 10 years ago. We've known each other a long, long time. Mm-hmm time a well really the only time, reason that i have you back time. on the show is for things that i'm like I, what i'm looking at right now which is this very yep. very clever header of your newsletter this week of yep. a barge stuck yep. in the suez canal that we've yep. all seen and on the barge yep. on joe's newsletter it says your website Yep. And on one side of the barge, it says right. you're a nonprofit. And on the other side of the barge, it says corporate yep. partnership success, which is pretty That's brilliant. Right. So one of the things Joe Waters does uh-huh. extremely well, folks, and if you don't subscribe to his newsletter, you need to, mm-hmm. is Newsjack. So <laughs> That's right. I love it. I'm, I'm it's wicked, wicked clever. clever. I'm it's wicked, wicked clever. clever. And I love it. Well, wicked clever. I want right. to start off today because you there's some you do so many cool things and I didn't actually get a chance to stop in on this particular cause docs ep- episode that you did. What do you call them? Do you call them webinars or just yep. like 
It's more like a meeting because, you know, we open it up to other people to ask questions and stuff like that. Obviously, when you do a Zoom, you have a choice between a meeting and a webinar. And I do a meeting. Remember the time, (laughs) though, I did the webinar and then I had to invite everyone in. And I mean, you know, it's actually kind of interesting that I'm doing. (laughs) I know. And, you know, it's so funny because it's amazing. I do things without Megan. I've had to actually wean myself from you because I always rely on you to have all the technical stuff down, but I've actually learned some things myself. I know, I'm so proud of you. You're like all all zoomed up. Yeah, so you have these cause docs sessions and you had Mike Hollywood, who's the vice president of digital at Rocket Social Impact. Shout out to Rich and his team there. But tell us about what you talked about because you were talking about turning your boring website into a lead magnet that attracts and converts prospects into partners. So tell me what you did and what you learned. Yeah. And see, I think this is so important. And the reason why I wanted to have Mike on is because I think one of the things that's lagging on most nonprofit sites is they don't have great partnership pages. Mm, And partnership pages are important uh, for SEO purposes. And also for the fact that in a lot of instances, Megan, prospects are looking at your website before they ever pick up the phone or send you an email. And what are they finding there? And, you know, what they want to know is, man, have they done those programs Mm. before? What could I expect? What are partners that are similar to this? So what I was talking to Rich about today was all the different things that you should be doing on a partnership page. And we actually broke down four partnership pages. And I'll tell you, the listeners, what they were so they can go look at them themselves. Uh, Marie Curie which is a UK charity that does a great job with their partnership page. We looked at Children's Miracle Network, which obviously does a fabulous job with their web page in terms of talking about the different partnerships that they do. Uh, we analyzed Save the Children, which does a great job, and the Truth Initiative, which actually did a wonderful job talking about why businesses should partner with them, right? So they're not just talking about their impact, but they're talking about like, it makes a lot of good marketing sense to be working with them. So we broke down those four pages and we talked about things that you might need to get people to sign up. Like one of the great ideas Mike had, uh, Megan, was to put a little chat box on the bottom. So what that allows you to do is that when someone's on your site, a lot of times people are visiting a partnership page because they have questions. They have the ability to engage that chat box. And that chat box can be wired in right to a mobile phone. So that if you're out, you're doing partnerships somewhere or talking to someone, you can say, whoa, I got someone on my website that wants to have me answer some questions about partnering with my organization. You can in real time That's how those talk work. to them. So that was, yeah, that's right. Well, you know, a lot of, and a lot, what's nice about those, Megan, is they can be driven by AI, right? Because you can, you can fill them with answers, but once they get to a certain point, they could forward it to a live person. So, you know, what we talked about is the importance about talking about, uh, you know, giving people a clear contact person that they can connect with, um, providing case studies. You know, that's something I'm a big believer in having testimonials and, you know, I think when people come to your site, they want to know that you've done this before and perhaps with a similar business to them. So, you know, it's really important that you have that type of information. I feel on your like site. that is such a huge need. And I think you're right that there's only, there are only a handful of nonprofit organizations that do a really good job. The other one I would point yeah. out about having the a partnership site that I think is really solid, at least the last time I looked at it, was Share a Strength because they do a lot of really yes, great sure kind do. of. Yeah. They have a lot of really great turnkey right. programs, but I think what that, to your point, I think what that yeah. enables a company to do is say, oh, this is what they've done in the past. And I, and I because I have an example, I can see how my company might fit into yes. their objectives. Well, I, right. I love that. Yep. Per- persuasion occurs through identification, right? When people can identify with what 
they understand yep. what you understand and they see the connection between what they want and what you offer. And that's what a good partnership site does. It doesn't need to be long because, you know, one of the things that we talked about too is if you're a smallish nonprofit, what do you do? And there are some great examples out there of one page partnership pages where people can have all the information. They can link to a couple different case studies and stuff. It's not something that needs to be overly yep. complicated. Whereas, you know, the bigger names out there, right. like you looked at Spring, some big, some big ones. Network, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're going to have some big things. But, you know, they run into unique problems, too, because one of the questions that we got from people were, you know, I get a lot of inquiries mm-hmm. on my site about uh, corporate partnerships, Joe. How do I how do I sort through the good ones mm-hmm. and the not so good ones? So, you know, one of the things that you want to push people to is maybe a form where they have to fill out and provide you with some more detailed information about what they're doing. So the bigger the operation and the more popular you are, probably the more layers you need to have on your partnership page so that, you know, you can screen out people that may yep. not be a good fit. And that fit. certainly does happen. So I love that. We will, um, do you have that recorded yeah. somewhere? Your cause docs? You do. Absolutely. Yeah. And that will be, I'll put that in my newsletter next week too, so that people can take advantage of it. And of course, people can always visit my site, email me at joe at selfishgiving.com and I'll send that right to you. Thank you, Joe. I will also, I will put a link to whatever you want me to link to in the show notes, whether it's those websites or just your email to get more information about that. All right. Well, let's talk about something that you literally just said to me before we got on the air, this is apparently going to be the show where Megan knows nothing and Joe tells her everything because you said, I saw my first NFT cause marketing campaign. And I said, what's NFT? And then you said these words that I literally had to write down non-fungible tokens. And I said, what, what that's right on earth is that? Oh, 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 oh. the other thing that you said (laughs) that made me laugh was the brand that did this NFT yeah. cause marketing campaign, which is Shaman. Shaman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which is, wait a minute, how, how do you Charmin. say it? <laughs> you can't Charmin. even do it. Oh, wait a minute, I'll say it like Charmin. you. Oh, wait a minute, I'll say it like you. Char- <laughs> Charmin. Sherman. Sh- Char- Sherman. Am I saying it right now? You just say it like Shaman. You just keep saying it the way you're saying Charmin. it. Okay, but... but- we're talking about toilet paper. The toilet paper. Thank you. <laughs> what is what is an That's NFT? Right, yeah. What did Charmin do? Okay. And please tell me that somebody out there okay. listening also does not know what an NFT is uh, as yeah. well. And there are a lot of people. You know, NFTs, first of all, since the beginning of the year, have grown a lot in uh, visibility and popularity. I mean, we have NFTs out there recently sold for tens of millions of dollars. And what they are, Megan, is they're essentially a digital collectible. So just as you would collect um, sports cards or in that case, baseball cards, or if you pl- collected like movie posters or if you collect- collected artwork and stuff, these are digital forms of those things. And they're also unique things too that are, you know, that people haven't done before. So for example, you could get uh, one of the things the NBA is doing right now is they're selling uh, clips of LeBron James, like scoring oh. and stuff like that. And what you do is you own that clip. So we, what we can do is we can trace that clip to the blockchain so that we know it belongs to you. So even though just like the Mona Lisa, people can copy it, they can put it on posters and stuff like that. At the end of the day, you're the one who owns it. So, you know, it's kind of like, and a lot of people point to collectibles and digital collectibles, NFTs, and they say, well, that's crazy. And it's like, well, it seems crazy to have baseball cards too. <laughs> like, you know, a bunch of 50 year old guys running around collecting baseball cards, right? But they have value because 
people agree that those things are valuable and they trade at certain amounts. Now you have what, what you have with NFTs is you have these people scooping up all these kind of digital collectibles right now. And one of the things that I've been watching for is I've been watching for the yep. first cause marketing program and it. And of course, it was done by a okay, toilet what, paper What company, did they right? do so, that is a digital asset? Okay. Yeah. So what they did, what they did was they created some digital images of different kinds of toilet paper. Okay. And uh, they called it, what do they call it? NFTP. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> so they created these digital images and then they let people bid it's on it. It's literally okay? a piece, so what image of, a to- is, a piece of toilet paper? That's right. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So you can go online, so you can look them up and stuff like that and see what the images are. And, you know, and then you can buy these things. And the whole idea is you why, own that why image. Do you wanna, right? Why do you want a so, digital image? Yeah, yeah, that, well, that's the thing. I mean, in that case, it's, it's kind of like, it's yes. just a big stunt, right? You know, there's, there's nothing. But the whole idea was they did it and then whatever they raised for money, which I don't think has been announced yet, the, the money was going to go mm. to charity, right? As a matter of fact, it was going to go direct relief. Okay. That was the charity, which I think is on the West Coast. I think it's in your neck of the woods, um, but it was going to benefit them. But you can look it up. If you go to, if you go to Shaman and or direct relief and you put in NF, NFTP, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, people are like, this is fun. This is stupid. Right. This is crazy. But I mean, you know, but at the end of the day, it's well, just a wacky But I love stunt, that they're right? doing it for a cause because NF- had they done that for no reason, right. nobody would have paid any attention That's to right. it whatsoever. Yeah. Okay, I have, I have a question That's though right. about That's about right. NFTs. So, are they licensable? Like, if you own the picture of you yes. know the di- digital image of whomever dunking the yes. basketball, you yep. can and see collect. That's okay. it, yes, exactly. That's right. And see, that's what's actually really valuable about NFTs is the fact that they can be traced back to the blockchain. You know who's getting into this? Uh, bands and artists okay, and well, other people who sell things. And the problem is, is like, say that, you know what someone uses as a great example of this, of how this technology would work or how the technology would work is, do you know how like major league baseball teams, they sell, um, they sell their tickets online, right? And scalpers will grab right. those tickets and then they'll right. sell them to other people, right? And of course, the, 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 the baseball team doesn't get any more after that, right? But if the baseball uh, team sold that as an NFT, they would be able to track that ticket and who it was sold to. And every time that ticket was sold, they would be able to take a certain amount of money out of it. So that's why bands like mm. it, because it isn't like this stuff is just copied and they don't mm-hmm. know who's using it. Because it goes back to the blockchain, we can actually trace who's using it and who's copying it and charge so- them for it. That's what's but the so other piece of that is you have to somehow get it on the blockchain. Are you registering it with the blockchain? Yes. How much does that cost? Do you know? Yes. Like we could be, we could be right. capturing this video right now that. and yeah. registering it to the blockchain and That's people right. would have to license well, you know, our I mean, Zoom conversation on the Cause Talk Radio podcast. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, what's kind of interesting is, and you know, these guys, uh, these two chuckleheads, as we call them, uh, Joe Polizzi, yeah. uh, Joe Polizzi yep. and Robert Rose. Uh, what they did is an experiment. And maybe we should do this with Cause Talk Radio is they went back to the first episode of Cause Talk Radio. They took the digital files of that and turned it into an you mean NFT. This old marketing okay? or whatever and their podcast is called. This whole marketing, their podcast, and now they're putting it online and selling it as an NFT with all the money going to the Orange Effect Foundation, which mm. is Joe Blitz's tra- cha- uh, tra- charity uh, for kids with mm. autism. 
So, you know, so anything can be turned into an NFT. That's I don't think it's a lot of money to do it. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. So, but they're doing is kind of like right. a joke, right? You know, it's like, ah, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I mean, but, but there are things out there that people say, wow, this is really valuable. You know, this is a digital clip. I'm the only one who owns this. And I, like I said, there was a piece of artwork that just sold for, I think, $66 million. Digital uh, art. You know, and it's based on the fact that digital art. So think about this. You know how you would display that? You would actually literally have to put a screen in your living room so you could display that and just show that to people. Just like you would like have a Jetsons. frame for a piece of artwork, you would need, yeah, you would need a screen uh, to show that. But you would be able to show people that's not a fake. That's not I'm a replica registered or a reproduction. That is, that's right. And I own it. And, you know, it's interesting. There's actually a great Netflix show that talks about fake art. I saw this great documentary. You can check it out on Netflix. Mm. And it was all about how people can deceive people with different pieces of art. And NFTs may really mm. solve that problem, at least in the digital world. That is fascinating. Well, thank you for bringing that, that to my attention because I did. I had never heard of that. Apparently, I've yeah, been living well, under now, a rock, which is yeah. not inaccurate that's right well when you talk to david hesekiel later on just be like hey david you know i'm thinking about maybe you should have an <laughs> nft uh, for you the know, halo for this awards upcoming yes. for good conference yeah that's right yeah you know maybe the award maybe the it's award a digital nft is yes an nft yes. but my here's that. my gripe with you an know? nft and i said this to you before we hit the record button yeah who came up with that term it is like the most unsexy word terminology i've ever heard <laughs> okay, but speaking of the first cause marketing campaigns, well, the other thing that I read about yeah. in your newsletter was the first clubhouse cause marketing yeah. campaign. And that was with yes. Pedigree. So yeah. tell us about tell us about Pedigree right, and right. what they did. Yeah. Yeah. So what they did in the clubhouse, of course, is the social yes. audio app that has been that we keep threatening to record the, this podcast on. That's right. We're, <laughs> we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We were supposed and, to and you canceled uh, on me. That's that would, what happened there. I know, I know. We have to do it. I think it would be fun. You know, part of the challenge is, though, is I wonder how many nonprofit people are really on Seven. Uh, uh, Clubhouse. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, yeah, and it's only available for iPhone right now. Oh. So it's, you know, it's, it, <laughs> it can't be on any Android. So, yeah. But what they did with Pedigree, which was interesting, is there, of course, I think, you know, anytime you can involve oh dogs and cats and things, right, was, you know, when people are hosting Clubhouse shows, they actually were showing dogs and sharing profiles. Now, remember, you know, because we were talking about this before the show. Yeah. Clubhouse so is how all are audio, they showing right? dogs? So right. Like, well, how did they do this? So what they did was they created a profile for each And dog, people could click right? on it. In Clubhouse. So that that's right. They could click on it and get some more information about little doggies that they could adopt. So I thought that was a great idea. And we're going to see more. I mean, one of the great things that I love about our world right now is whatever is new or interesting or innovative, people are saying, how do we agree. apply that to causes, right? QR codes has made a big <laughs> comeback. And people say, how can we use QR codes uh, to support great causes? So, you know, there are some great examples out there. So, so there are two different things, you know, we're seeing NFTs and we're seeing um, uh, we're seeing uh, Clubhouse and we're seeing QR codes. And so all great examples of it. cause marketing on I digital platforms. Well, and, yeah. you know, this is, they do say that with great tragedy, like the pandemic, when you come out of that mm -hmm. space, it's like yes. a renaissance. So maybe this is just like part of the yeah, renaissance. Let's hope so. so. Let's talk about something right. that is yeah. near and dear to your heart because you enjoy eating sub sandwiches. That I just happened this week, which is Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. 
So Jersey Mike's. This is, I mean, as far. Do you remember years ago we did we have Jersey Mike's on the show, which Mike's was awesome. On, but this is as far from a uh, yeah. highfalutin digital campaign as you can get. But yeah, what is there a day called Day of Giving? Month yeah, of giving. It's a day and of giving. Day it of was giving. actually yesterday. That's right. And and so what I believe they do during the course of the month is they ask their donate. customers to either donate yep. or to round up. And then on March 31st, what I think is really great about Jersey Mike's is they do something uh, called a donate sales day, right? And that's their giving day where they donate all 100%. the money, making, not the profits, not just the profits, 100% of the sales that day go to uh, over 200 nonprofits. And the goal this year, which I'm sure they made, but I haven't, I haven't checked it being April 4th, 1st when we're recording this, is to raise $8 million. And I think that's what they've been doing. You know, the, I, I know they've been in the mm-hmm, 6 to $8 mm-hmm. million dollar range every year, but it's just a great example. And, you know, one of the things I think has been really interesting this year is I saw a fair amount of promotion for it this year on TV. Um, you know, so a lot of the channels I was watching, they were talking about, you know, this day of giving and stuff like that. And, you know, one of the things that I remember from that interview that we did several years now with the VP of marketing about it was, you know, this was so intrinsic to what Jersey Mike's was all about. Do you remember he was even saying that they vetted franchise owners based on their support for this program? So what he had said is that if they try to recruit someone to open some stores or they want to open some stores and they come to them. They explain this concept of doing a giving day. And if the person doesn't really understand why they're doing a given day or the importance of it, they kind of say, would this person make a good mm. franchise owner? I do right? remember that. So it was becoming a, and, and do you remember, I remember talking to the <clears> guy <throat> there and I asked him, I said, how much, uh, what percentage do you think cause contributes to the success of your business? Nope. And do you remember what he said? 40%. That's incredible. What I like about 40%. that campaign That's a really high is number. that point of sale fundraising raises a lot of money from consumers because companies are using their assets to have consumers open up their wallets right. at the point of sale. But they go one step further in doing this 100% of sales day, which is like you said, right. it seems when you first look at it, you're like, oh, 100% of sales, but nobody does that for a full day for the right. entire, it's like people yes. do it for like this one sandwich, this one skew, yeah. we're going to do yeah. a portion yeah. of the proceeds. Or they, do, or they do a donate exactly. profits day. Yeah, they do a donate right. profits day. This is 100% yeah, for of sales and that's what I think. for the entire store yes. for one day. Yeah, so it's... That's it's right. a nice layering yeah. on and top of a point of sale really campaign because it's like they're putting their, their own money where their mouth and, is. And you know what it is? Is is this saying too, look, we're in this with you. You know, there's too much. And, you know, 20 years ago, you used to be able to just ask your customers for money and not put a lot of money in as a business. You can't do that anymore, right? And and, and you shouldn't, like in the sense like, you know, when they do this program, I think what Jersey Mike's is saying exactly. is we have skin in the game right? We're doing this. We're supporting our customers. We're putting our money where our mouth is with this program. And I think donate profits days or donate sales days are great examples of cause marketing because they're very promotional, right? You can get behind it. You can promote it. You can put up signs. You can do up advertising and stuff like that. And they lend themselves to like this big event. And people have to remember that about cause marketing, that cause marketing is at the end of the day, it's a promotion. It's a stunt. In its essence. Wow. You just came and just dropped the knowledge today, Joe. 
Boom. Boom. I love it. That's right. Well, we're gonna Boom. we're gonna threaten Dropping this again. Yeah. At some point, Joe and I are gonna record this show on Clubhouse. So <laughs> if you're on Clubhouse, yeah, we're gonna make sure it. you're we're following us because we might do something That's right. someday. <laughs> I'll tell you, and when we get on Clubhouse, I'll tell you, we're going to be giving doggies away every minute, every dog, every every minute we're going to be giving away a dog. <laughs> I'll a give cat, away the cats. Right? I'm more of a and dog then, myself. And then we're going to keep you there so long, you're going to need some digital toilet paper, <laughs> right? That's how long I'm going to keep you on Clubhouse and we're going to keep you engaged, right? So, hey, oh, just imagine this time last year, how much digital toilet paper would have went Probably for? a lot. Probably a lot. I love Fortune. it. I you know love it. I mean? Well, Joe, so, where can people yeah. find more about you if they would like to do that? We've already said it a couple of times, but go ahead and say it again. Yeah. Yeah. People can find me at selfishgiving.com. Sign up for my newsletter. It comes out every Wednesday morning at eight o'clock. Or follow me on Twitter at Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Well, I will put all you? of that in the show notes, which you can find at uh, engageforgood.com. And you can also find me occasionally on Twitter at Megan Strand, talking to Joe. Mm. So on behalf of Joe and myself, thank you so, so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio. And we will talk to you next time. Mm.